Casino, Scratch Creator, Grand Wizard Theater, Boogie Down Bronx, Don't Get It Twisted, and you're listening to the Hip Hop Digest Show. If I can listen to it, you can listen to it. 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 It sounds like I hate Deion Sanders. I've liked Deion. He, mm-hmm. For a super, supremely talented, and he's in a conversation as, I bet, for one of the 100 greatest athletes in American human history. And, yes. and I say that in all sincerity. He played baseball and professional football at a very high level. He played football at the highest level. He, did, he didn't work extra hard, and that's why he ran a 4140. That's God-given talent. He was kissed in the womb by God and all the athleticism. And so uh, he's one of the, and so the things that he got away with and the way that he was pampered and coddled, he doesn't know or he doesn't realize all the protocols he's been allowed to jump because of his supreme athletic talent and what that afforded him. He's about to get humbled. And, hmm. and the level of idolatry, self-idolatry, and, and this is what a lot of people can't understand. You can make yourself, you can become your own idol. People think I make fun of myself and criticize myself as a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's a reminder every day that I do it to try, Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't put yourself on a pedestal. Jason, at the end of the day, you're a POS. And if not for some obedience to God, everybody would be able to see it. See it. See it. See it. Welcome to the Hip Hop Digest Show with your man, DJ King Killer. Don't forget about your boy, Kurt G. And of course, it's E. Green, my family. What's going on? What's goody? What's goody? It's all good. <laughs> all good. No, I'm trying to think. Oh, that's what it was. I was that, that, that puffy, all good. Because I was listening to Ready to Die this week. Oh, wow. I thought you was off that MC Hammer. Nah, nah. I was, I was listening. Yeah. I was listening to Ready good. to Die this week. Damn. That, that outro still is chilling to this day. It is, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I know. Fuck my moms and my girl. Jeez. <laughs> my life is played out like a jerry curl. I'm mm. ready to die. <laughs> like, damn. How unfortunate. All right, but let's, but, but let's do this. Uh, let's, let's get in. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to the Hip Hop Digest text chain. Again, thank you for rolling with us. This is your first time in the Hip Hop Digest. Okay, I'm going to get the commercials out of the way. And you really want to know what time it is. It is the Hip Hop Digest text chain, okay, on the Group Me app, all right? And the entrance fee to get in is to name your personal top three MCs and the first piece of music you bought with your own money. And for the record, your top three is non-negotiable. They are your top three. We're not here to argue. We're just here to listen. Indeed. Indeed. So... Anyway, yo, let's do this. First topic on the Hip Hop Digest is your man Jason Whitlock might have got Dion on this. Uh oh. You mean you down with Bitch Lock? I'm saying, yo. I ain't saying I'm down with him. I'm saying he might have got Dion on this. Let me (laughs) read it for you. Let's get to it, yo. If you're ever, look, look, first of all, this is a benchmark right here, B. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Gay Whitlock, no kind of shine. (laughs) He ain't get no wins in Mikasa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't 
don't think I don't think I'm giving him Sean, but let me read, well, let me read the, the headline. You set it up. Yeah, he was like, he might have got him on this one. <laughs> All right, yo, first topic on the Hip Hop Digest is Jason Whitlock says Deion Sanders' uh, locker room rap culture got his players robbed. Okay, for those of you who don't know, uh, Deion Sanders' Colorado team, when they were at the Rose Bowl, I believe it was. Was it the Rose Bowl? Uh, let me read that here. Anyway, wherever they was in California, I, I think it was the Rose Bowl, but I, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could have been. Uh, could have been no. Maybe it was when they played USC. Maybe it's at the Coliseum. Yeah, US. No, USC was at their crib though. Oh, was Wasn't it? it? Okay. Was it at their crib? Oh, I don't know. I thought they was at the Coliseum. But I could be no, either man. way. Yeah, either way. Either way, the robbery happened. Either way, the yeah. robbery happened. Okay. And so uh, Jason Whitlock goes on to say it's Dion's fault. Dion bringing wow. all these rappers into the locker room. Okay. Whitlock goes on to say he was like, all these rappers are gang connected, gang related. They may not be gang bangers. But for street credibility, they all run with gang. They have friends. Many of them do a lot of business in California, in Los Angeles. That's home ground for gangs. Deion Sanders has no business bringing gangs, which means rappers, into the locker room that puts his kids in harm's way. Further goes on to saying all the Rolex showing, heavy jewelry wearing, again, incites. Now, incites gangs to target his program. Now, I want to say it was the Rose Bowl, but I could be wrong. Yeah, you, it, it was It was the Coliseum. They played here. They played the here. That's right. Okay. I think, I, I think there's... Uh, I think I saw this, the story was uh, the folks were saying about they hope it wasn't somebody from USC, blah, 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 blah. But. Right. But but anyway, he goes on to say Dion and that environment and the culture that his that he created put at Colorado, put those kids in harm's way. But now he, Dion, wants the NCAA or the Rose Bowl to bail out his mistake. Now he wants somebody. So it was the Rose Bowl. So it looks like it was the Rose Bowl. Uh, Security. But USC doesn't play Secu at the Rose Bowl. But okay. It, it, it was UCLA then. Okay. Okay. Maybe it was UCLA. Security. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Chip so, Kelly. Somebody Got get it. security. Yes. Where's the security at? B, I don't know where you're going, but I'm jumping in quickly. Okay, my this. man, yeah. please. Yeah, your boy Whitlock gets, he's still batting zero. It's, <laughs> in, it's insane for him to even try to use that as a uh, topping, talking point. Whoever did that shit, did that shit. You, is he aware that, uh, that um, Prime was robbed in Jackson as well? Does he does he know that? Uh, I don't know if he spoke on that. I did, didn't really say that through the article, but um, but let me ask you a question then. Let me ask you a question. So what's the difference? I'm gonna ask a question. Okay, what's the difference, G? Okay, between a cat like uh, you know, maybe a unfortunate a young a pop smoke who was you know showing a lot of jewelry and a lot of money, and a rented mansion in the Hollywood Hills and ended up losing his life versus you know when Dion and his sons and a lot of players you're heavy jewelry you know um Lamborghini driving Rolex swinging I mean you know the, the Whitlock the point I'm saying I'm not giving Whitlock any shine but I'm saying a guy like Whitlock 
is is looking and praying and just waiting for an opening to get a mofo like Dion. And did he get him? Well, bro, he been going. He could, he is one of these people we say self hatred. Oh, no doubt. We always say that. He hates not so much that he hates himself, but he hates people that look like himself. Well, but he but it's specific Dion though too. He he ain't never had no love for Dion. No, because Dion was always flashy. But Dion is who he is. He's been this person. He hasn't. That's why reason why I like Dion because he's always been this way. It's not like he's changed since oh he was a player at Y'all Florida State story. or a player at Atlanta or wherever else else he's been. He has been the same person. Have okay. y'all ever seen a soldier story? And and soldier story is a great is a great analogy to this. That I, is I Whitlock. Think okay, but 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 still, but the question Whitlock's posing is that did and does the rap culture in the locker room pose a risk to those kids? Not no. at all. I, I Not in that locker room. It, it didn't have nothing to do with. To me, it don't have nothing to do with that. Not that. No, me myself, I don't think he should bring him around for a totally different reasons. We discussed that. For a totally different reason, I don't think he should be bringing them around. For a whole other reason, but I understand why he's bringing them around because that's their generation. That's the people that they like, and he's hoping to be able to recruit by bringing these people in. This is what he's using it for. So that's what he's doing it for. I don't like it the fact that you're bringing them around, and also the fact that why you don't need these people to bring them around. You're Deion Sanders. Make your program the reason why people want to come play there, not because you're bringing in all these rappers. Because once you start losing, they don't want to be attached to you. But do you think it's more Dion bringing them in, or these folks just gravitating towards that now? Well, because obviously, look, Colorado, they, nobody gave a fuck about Colorado last year or six years ago. Prime is there now. His sons are there. It's a spectacle. Yeah, but so, but that's the same as anything else. When you're making the joint look like it's a Grammy after party, cats gonna want to go to the party. So you're right in that aspect of it. But I still think, and I have to be honest, I think Jive y'all may be waffling a little bit because wow. I think if it was somebody else, you know, and it not necessarily. Now I agree with Kurt G. I'm Dion has never changed. That's who he is. Okay. And but still hanging around certain guys like oh we've discussed be, we discussed <laughs> this on this show that you can be a rap fan. Right. OK. And there's a difference in the concerts that you go to. OK. Of if you show up at a Kodiak Black and French Montana concert, there's going to be an element there. Versus if you show up at a Roots and, uh, you know, Yasin Bay concert. There's Yo, two different please. elements that... Oh, I don't, I don't even know how this is getting past you. Oh, okay. This, okay. This is... All right. All right. So let me, let me just get this out of the fucking way. That locker room, any and everybody ain't just running up and through that shit. Especially while the players and coaches and the whole team and motherfuckers is on the field playing. Anybody could have went in that shit. And first of all, there had to have been there had to have been security there to to keep people in and out of that fucking locker room. That shit was just some some extra shit that happened. So to me, me if, no, 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 B, no. If them niggas was is 
in in Denver. They said, fuck it, we're going to fly from Boulder to Denver to see this French Montana Kodiak black shit, and they get robbed. Then Whitlock and the niggas can talk some shit. Nigga, they was in their locker room playing the fucking game. Somebody went in that shit and stole some shit. That's all it was. It ain't got nothing to do with rap, hip-hop, celebrity. Somebody went in the fucking locker room and stole shit. If they was in church, if Dion said, okay, this Sunday, team, we going to church, and they go to church, and one of them put their hand up to go use the bathroom or something, and the nigga get robbed, is, is Whitlock saying this shit? B, but they wasn't in church. But they were in a locker room at a fucking football game, not at a concert, not at a strip club. So, you understand? That shit don't even make sense. So, okay. So, what I want to get down to is the bottom line. So, so, uh, so your opinion, you are of the opinion, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. You can answer for yourself. You're of the opinion that Jason Whitlock is on some player-hating shit, and it don't matter who Deion Sanders is bringing up around the team, okay, or the image that he projects of the team. It, it doesn't really matter. On the on first, on the level of getting robbed, that's all. The first part of what you said is, I would exactly say those words. All the other shit, I don't know. But what you first said, yes, those words would have come out of my mouth. Whitlock is always fucking hating, yo. And Dion is stays in his target. He has a few people who stay in his target. No Dion doubt. is one of them. I agree with that. I don't know if it's. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not in Whitlock's head. I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know if he, it's just hate. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it doesn't even make sense to bring up that shit. Okay. When, when somebody, when someone, what he should be worried about is who the fuck it was that went in the locker room stealing. Okay. And how did they get in the locker room? All right, G, G. Okay. Okay. Bottom line it. I'm a, and I'm a bottom line it. Bottom line, you do Whitlock, do job got a point on that shit a little bit. That, again, that rap certain rap culture okay that Dion is allowing you know not just even the guys who bringing it up in the locker room not not even the Lil Wayne's or whoever be up in that locker room offsetting them niggas it, what about his sons and all the rest of the players with that heavy jewelry and Lambo driving shit I mean talk to me oh, it, it, I mean if I, I got my bottom line and I'm a bottom line it Bottom line, if you really, really want to bottom line it, of course, then all that is just bullshit to me. Ah, indeed. If you really, really want to bottom line it, yeah. it's bullshit because they got robbed, B. They did. They got robbed, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? They, they ended, like you said, they're out there playing a game. Somebody went in the locker room while they were playing the game and robbed them. It's like these days, nigga, walking through a grocery store is hazardous to your fucking health. Some nut walking there with a gun and shoot everybody the fuck up. Is it, you know what I'm saying? Is it your fault for wanting some fucking eggs for breakfast that you got shot? You know what I'm saying? So, but we ain't the bottom line, I'm just saying. We ain't talking about eggs, man. I'm just saying. You're saying rap. But I'm talking about, I'm equating, you're equating rap and the, the shit that they're doing, their rappers do and the type of uh, uh, people that they bring around them and the same, all the culture that it brings with it of the gang culture, the, the, the violence culture that comes with this rap shit that goes on now. 
you're equating that, and I'm equating the gun culture in this fucking country oh, uh, with, with a problem and, with why motherfuckers just roll up and just start shooting and, and 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 with the access to guns. But easy. Access. But what I would like to do is again narrow it down. I'm gonna give you my bottom line. I'm gonna give you my bottom line. Um, I personally think <clears throat> I personally disagree I th- with both of you because I think that. You got. You are going to ignore the fact. I'm keeping it like Red Man. I'm keeping it like Method Man. I'm keeping it like they're. They don't get fucked with, and they said the reason why they don't get fucked with is because they don't run around and be around cats and to make them thirsty. You know, you never. And I, Red Man and Method Man, both of them say you will never catch me jeweled out, blinged out, whipped crazy out around other cats. Because that make cats thirsty. And that's just regular street shit. Whitlock, yo, Whitlock ain't no street nigga. But he ain't a dumb nigga either. So he gonna easily read that. And to me, Dion is showing a little bit of arrogance here to act like that nigga, okay, maybe we better tone down because like Hove even said, streets is watching. Yes, they got robbed point blank they were victims of a robbery but shit there was no reason to go up in the locker room just to be looking at niggas smelly ass underwear on the regular that's all i'm just saying so you can act like all that jewelry and flashing and you know all that you know what i'm saying look at me shit don't matter it do i didn't be that's not what i said it do it, it does matter mm. it's a it's a mm. put it like this it is the reason why they went in there because they knew these exactly. niggas had that shit all right exactly. but to blame it on rap what's that got to do with hip-hop but, or but what rap? Got, to blame it on hip-hop is where my problem okay came all right with. okay so i give but you it, that it, associated with, with hip-hop with like okay now, well let me say this let me say this whitlock is taking advantage of what he can. Now, you're right. He's taking advantage of what he can in terms of labeling it rap, but shit. Where are you getting that shit from? He getting that shit from rap. The shit, look, is Dion, he ain't got no regular niggas up in there. He ain't inviting. We don't know that. We don't know that. The only people they show, the only people they show are the big rappers. How the fuck do you know that? For me, the difference is, is that I I fuck with Dion and I fuck with the program and I'm on this show of record saying that I appreciate and admire what he has done. But that don't mean that you can get above your water, that you ain't above no criticism. If I'm Dion's man, I'm stepping to him and I'm like, yo, son, maybe you should tune tune it down just a little bit. You know what I mean? Because the type of niggas who want to fuck with you may bring a certain element. That if, if Dion's my man, I'm telling him that 50 grand don't matter what Whitlock's saying. We know Whitlock is a 1,000% player hater. And I get that part. You know what I'm saying? But it's easy for Whitlock to make points when you leave yourself open like that. Hey, listening, who, folks, family who's listening, pause this motherfucker and comment right now on what you think. If you want the text chain, Get in the text chain and comment right now. If you just hit listening to this, reach out. Let us know what the fuck you thinking about this topic right here. All right. We agree to disagree. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we agree to disagree on certain points because I don't agree with the fact that he's equating hip hop with this and putting hip hop into this. It's a fucking country problem. If you put you you give show niggas some shit and they see you with it, nigga. If you walking around with jewelry on or riding around in a Lambo and a regular nigga see you riding down the street, it ain't got shit to do with hip hop or rap. Niggas, they see you slipping, they gonna get your ass. Again, let me repeat, but that's the part where I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying. Don't act like cats can't tighten they shit up. Even Dion, he's not above reproach. Yes. Right, before we you get out of this shit, King shit Killer, up, wait, 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 wait. King Killer, I want to ask you the serious ass fucking question. All right. If you have an answer, who do you think did the robbery? Like, I even mean, generally, I don't even give a fuck. I, Just it, generally, I mean, who would you think would have done what? the robbery? If, if, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, you know what I mean? Real talk. It's regular as janitor niggas who working up in there or janitor niggas who, you know, his man's man was like, look, I'm going to leave the door. I'm going to come up in there. These little young niggas, they got crazy jewels up in there. Fuck that. You know what I mean? I, it's a crime opportunity. You know what I mean? Ooh, it's just like ooh. it's just like you leaving shit. Exactly. You know that's what my mean? point. It's a, it's, crime a crime, opportunity. it's a crime of opportunity. It so, got shit to do with hip hop. And, and, and so, like I said, and, and that's back to my main point. That's what makes it easy for Whitlock to, you know what I'm saying, to run up in this motherfucker and player hate makes it easy for a player. The point I'm saying, it makes it so easy because Dion or doesn't have anybody even saying to himself, okay, maybe we should tune this down a little bit because, you know, it's a lot of shit and then all these flies start buzzing around. How about less shit and less flies? You can still have cats come up in there. You can still have the rock come up in there. You can still have people, you know, of who are going to give great pep talks and shit because you a celebrity. But B, if you want me to be one million in the tank for the Dion jewelry flash because nah, fuck that. Because you all because because Whitlock and niggas like him trolling. They out there too trolling get ignored. All right. Do B, you B, do I, you? I, I'm not one million in the tank for nobody. <laughs> Absolutely nah. no one. And, and Myself. Can, Dion can catch it if he if I feel like Dion actually did something that needs to be caught on. Yes. And on this situation, like you said yourself, is a crime of opportunity. No doubt. Now, if the and, nigga and now see, ago, put it like this, say, let me finish this. If a nigga had went in there and robbed him while Offset or one of them niggas was in mm, there, mm, now I'm blaming rap. Mm, now yeah. I'm blaming the association <laughs> with gangs. Yeah. Now I'm blaming all that because them niggas ran up in there because he was in there. Right. Right. And and I'm sorry, real quick, we, we said a few weeks ago, I think I said it myself that I wish Dion had a a, a, a tighter grip on all that celebrity shit. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. But I, I, I'm on record saying that. But I'm not gonna I'm not at all any way at all gonna put hip hop in this equation. Alright. I, I can't do it, I can't do it. And and that's not giving Dion, no passes on it. No, he don't get no pass. He don't get no pass. I'm just stating the point that hip hop ain't got shit to do with this. Okay, and, and and I agree with you. I agree with you. It just happened to be those guys. I mean, I'm seeing no country artists up in there, but it just happened to be those guys. But anyway, let's move on. 
You know what I mean? No doubt. Because no doubt. there's been other locker room robberies. We just ain't heard about them. Trust. I know. Plenty of people get robbed. Oh, of room. course. Indeed. Uh, and, and, and regular NFL niggas with truck jewelry and all that shit. Anyway, shit. plenty of NBA niggas, <laughs> truck jewelry. So, yes, I, I, I get that. Get, niggas get robbed. Shit. One of, the, one, of the, the, one of the players around here got killed. They ran up in this crib and got robbed. Oh, yeah. In the that day. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So, no doubt. So, all right, next topic on the Hip Hop Digest is Nikki D, the first female of Def Jam, takes aim at Ice Spice and others, mm. saying this is the prostitution era of female mm. rap. Mm. Wow. Mm. Not the prostitution. Yeah, so here we go. Oh, 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 That's oh, Nikki strong, D B. said that. That's yeah, kind of strong, <laughs> B. <laughs> Mickey D isn't happy with the current state of female rap, calling out Ice Spice and others at a recent performance at Power 105. Basically said that she's basically just a prostitute on stage. Mm. Ooh. Being on stage wow. with the outfit leaving little to the imagination and uh, unimpressed by the Bronx rapper's performance and her perceived lack of talent. Wow. Mm. Ooh, tell them how you really feel. Um, time, time must be really, really. I'm, this must be really, really bad, yo. Because we, we just gonna go back a little bit, just a little bit in time, just a little teeny bit, okay? Okay. Lil Kim and Greta, they they was they was they was raunchy, wasn't they? They was raunchy, right? Well, I mean, look, an era. Well, they, no, they no, had the, no, I agree the, with you. But an era has to start somewhere. Right. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not yeah, I'm just I'm just making a point. They were All raunchy, right. but we didn't have other females coming out against that shit, did we? Well, see, I, I don't remember. I, I'm always going to take the same tact on this. I don't know what you think about Greta, but I tell you what, Kim had shown great. Foxy Brown, for those who don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Kim. Uh, Kim had showed great performances. On, on rap records to me I mean I wasn't a giant Kim fan but there's enough out there but I was like boy Kim really was is bringing you know the lyrics and the drama and the presence her, her talent, on the huh? mic well okay. yeah I mean you know the other thing certainly had took a life of its own you know what I mean um, mm -hmm. uh, but that being said uh, you had bring up a, another person pregame Sexy Red. Yeah, yeah, who falls into that whole same thing. And then uh, Nick, Nikki goes on to say, come on, you telling me uh, that this is true talent? You know, then back into the prostitution era. Um, just, I don't know, you know. Uh, and of course, you know, the, the regular cats backed her up on on all that uh, social media, you know, Pete Rockin was like, yeah, and Shan, and everybody's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and shit, you know, like extra tapioca left out at the nursing home on niggas and shit. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's, wow. see, men, but see, men, only, all they can do in a situation like this, because because of the, the environment that we're in right now, all a men can do is co-sign another woman going at them. Because a man can't come out and say what she said. When, he'll be getting his ass tore the fuck up. Yeah. Damn near canceled for saying that shit. So it has to be a woman saying it. Then a man come back and he can like and comment and be like, yeah, that's right. That's right. But he can't <laughs> be the one to make the fucking comment and say it. But I do totally disagree with her on the prostitution shit. But it's not prostitution. It's yeah, not fucking, the prostitution. Yeah, it's, it's not prostitution. It's we fucking can't call strip it that. club culture. If anything, yeah. they look yeah. like strippers out there on the fucking stage. 
Right. But well, they prostitutes. are. <laughs> now, prostitute means they're up there selling for yeah. to someone after the show in order to make their right. money. But right. I mean, you can equate it with they're getting money for showing their ass if you want yeah, to but say they, that. Yeah, but they, but still, they, they put all their clothes she went on. Hard, they would still get paid, but they probably wouldn't be paid much. Mm. <laughs> okay. She went with Killer say bottom line yeah she went way <laughs> bottom line <laughs> Ooh, uh yeah i wouldn't I, I don't think we're there yet to the prostitute mentality um but if you watch the performances of these young ladies then it'll be real hard to um try to balance out their talent with what they actually right because present. As we always say, if you just turn off the volume and watch, it's like being <laughs> in a strip club. It, basically, the way they, they doing yeah. what they do. I'm I don't know, B. quiet, killer. Yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of quiet because I always get all jacked up and jammed up in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> because because to me, with Nikki D, I mean, what she said was, was obviously her opinion and her, to me, again, it always really gets right down to it. It's the bottom line. What is the bottom line? Is the bottom line <clears throat> that they're out there making money because, you know, they're obviously good looking women and they're putting their assets out there to make money? <laughs> assets. You know, I, <laughs> message. <laughs> I mean, no, that's the obvious, okay? Uh, but I guess at the end of the day, it's like, okay, uh, I'm looking for the talent. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for the, the I'm looking for that rhymes. I'm looking for the I'm looking for the the skill level. Right. right. And that, that part I agree with her with as far as skills and where the talent is at. I agree with her 100 on that part, but the, the prostitution part I can't agree with. Well, I think the prostitution part was that uh, the fact that they're like, look, you know, um there was a guy who used to come on sports radio. And he used to say about uh, women's tennis. And he was like, you know, you may not be able to find a woman to be in the top 10 of women's tennis, meaning that there's very few women who are going to have a Venus and Serena type skill in tennis. But he was like, really, from 25 to 50, all you have to do is just show up with a girl who looks like. And he used to say that all the time. And I never really, and I guess it, this way, and I remember, because the next, uh, your boy, I think it was Offset, who said to that one young lady who wanted to be in a rap game and said, you need to go out and get plastic surgery. Okay? So doesn't Nikki D bookend something like that? In the fact that you guys was on Offset ass for saying that and saying it was disrespectful and he shouldn't have said that. Right. Offset is saying I don't give a fuck if you can rhyme. I don't care. It don't, don't matter. We going we got I got 10 cats in the back who can write the whole album for you. I need to be able to have you look like this. That's what the culture is. So that that is the culture, B. I get that. You part. you that's, that's if the, you if I'm wrong on that, you're right. you can talk that rhapsody shit all you want, but her new record it's just her new record. You're right, B. I'm not disagreeing with nothing you just said. Only thing I disagreed with was the prostitution part. All right. I, well, no, as I far don't... as the talent part, as far as this whole 
having to shape shit up and build a motherfucker like a Barbie? I say yes, I agree with all that shit in order to put them out here. Because that's what's happening. They're repeating and repeating and repeating the same fucking one over and over again. So it may have started with Lil' Kim, but then it, when it got to Bodak, all of a sudden, here come the copy and repeat after Bodak. Copy, repeat, copy, repeat. Slide them through here, and they're going to all mm -hmm. go right after Bodak, one mm -hmm. after the next, after the next. Because it went straight from Bodak to Megan. And Megan, mm. bunch of copies right after Megan. Right, right. Yep. Jay, you gonna get a call from the Barb's, yo? You forgot somebody. But she wasn't. She was. She was raunchy, but she had skills, my nigga. She was. Well, she, she was yeah, more. She was yeah, more. She, she was still, more like Lil Kim. She, yes, she was. Display. She was more like Lil Kim and and Greta, as she called her. She yeah, was more yeah. like them, where there was a skill level being shown as far as okay. rhymes. Okay. okay. Yes. But yeah. Bodak and them, the skill, the skill level was not there as far as rhymes go. Plus, you knew it was somebody Money that's boots. writing their whole album in the back. You said their whole album was already written for them, all the way out. Right. Not that Lil Kim shit wasn't written. Wow. But I'm just saying, B, it's a, it was a different level. That's all I'm saying. It was a different level. All right. So I'm with you, though, Kurt. Just leave the prostitute word out of it, and then the rest. I'm, I I'm can good. Right. I'm good with it. All right. So all right. Next topic on the Hip Hop Digest. This is this has got to be breaking news. Oh shit. All right. This has got to be breaking news. Offset, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad we mentioned like five times already. Yeah, but he's going to get mentioned again because this is his man. Offset thinks hip hop isn't popping off anymore because here we go. Wait for it, because everything sounds and looks the same. Oh, wow, he's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I got I, I got so many different levels to go at this nigga on. Wow. Offset Ooh. says, I'm noticing mm. that no content, no wow. music, ain't catching anybody's ear, said Offset when chatting with Ebro on the Apple Music thing. Darden asks whether is the noticing uh, is there a transition in the game uh, or a different transition from when they came in the game, meaning Migos. He goes on to basically say, and I'm going to get down here to the... Uh, um, I'm going to get down to first they were talking about the lack of sales uh, in, in this year and it's still pretty abysmal I guess um, uh, but he really gets down here where he says that uh, the sounds meaning I guess trap along with the videos still looking the same he said something about cats and and, and lang again Lambos and niggas leaning on Lambos all look the same he was like, can't sell music like that. The shit the same. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, here we go. See, this, this is when I when I, I guess I was supposed to be the one to come in and be on his side because uh -oh. I'm the Migos. I'm, I'm the one guy on the show that, that liked the Migos. I did. I was a Migos fan. I'll say that. But in this case, nigga, the... Well, how did you say the chickens have come home to roost? I usually Ooh. say that. Yeah, you usually say that. When you was the, you was out here being the leader of everybody sounding the same, everybody looking the same in the videos, doing the same Damn. shit, sounding like... You sound like Shug. Right, so that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm about to change my voice here. Okay. But oh, I was yeah. getting ready to go there. Yeah. Okay. But, hold on, but, but before you go there, I'm going to let you go there. I found, I found I'm going to read this verbatim. Okay, this is your boy Offset. He's like, it's not just the sound side, but all the way around. Creativity too. 
He's like, most videos be like Rolls Royce Lambos in the background. You know what I'm saying? Niggas with chains is getting boring. There's no real entertainment. Gotta get, gotta get, gotta get the pop in these country artists because they come in and gaining full ground. Okay, that's your man. So go ahead, Suge Knight. <laughs> well, be. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's it's too much. It's too much material because the nigga sounds like a hater right now. Really? He sounds like a straight hater right now, B. The game is fucked up because you was there, and niggas was saying the game was fucked up because of you and the shit that you was doing. And now you're saying the game is fucked up because the shit that the niggas that followed you was doing the same thing that you were doing. The game is fucked up. You should be happy. I don't see why you're mad or why you're upset. Well, Maybe because ain't no men popping right now. Ain't nothing but females popping right now. Well, he, I think the, the, the gist of the conversation was is that it, even though, you know, you got, I guess, I guess you got blackface, you know, pushing numbers. And, and I'm, I guess what I'm seeing, Vert may be doing some things. Is that, but at, historically, you know, when I gave the charts, historically, rap, commercial rap and that's what i'm calling it has been able to bulldoze rock and roll country punk don't matter what it is we've been i ain't gonna say we them have been able to bulldoze the money and the charts and now they are struggling taylor swift and morgan waller and these country motherfuckers is just just throwing bolos and niggas can't get up off the turf well they can't get up off the turf for a couple reasons one is funny the same for things that he just said, which has been going on for so long. The, the same sound. We've been talking that shit for 20 years. Indeed. And this shit needs to change. We need some balance in the game. We've been saying that forever. Now it's starting to catch up to niggas. So they done, what they did was they flipped the script. Instead of men talking shit, they got females talking shit. And they selling you the same shit though, but it's from a female perspective. I, B, I, look, all I know is that uh, it's one of these things. It's always interesting to see how the current generation and we've seen the subsequent generations, how they handle. OK, sort of getting moved off the front. You know what I mean? Getting pushed off the top. You know what I mean? Now, they would say to us, well, y'all niggas can't handle because y'all niggas ain't been on the top since 88. You know what I mean? Mad all the motherfucking time and shit. I mean, they could they could obviously come back and say that, but it's very interesting to me to hear a guy like Offset say that for the this reason. The following he he's not gonna make a different record. Mm. He's not gonna make a different record. Not. Do you see Offset? See. Do you see Offset going up to Rochester and saying? You know, I'm 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 getting some beats from Derringer. Dirt. Do you see that? <laughs> B, it's, it's not happening because that's not what he was raised on. Okay. That's not the type of music just, that he right. likes. So so he's not gonna make a different record. I wish he would have given a suggestion though on what 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 could should be done. No, we I we I like to hear names. 
Oh, well, he's not. Oh, that's he's, what I want to hear. I want to hear who are you talking about? Well, who exactly what you're talking about sound the same. Wow. He's not going to do that, B, and, and that is a because, cardinal but to me, sin. That's, to me, that's useless because you need to put the people on blast that you're talking about so that way maybe they'll look in the mirror like, damn, we part of the problem. Maybe he's talking about all of them. Are you kidding me? What are you gonna tell? You gonna tell? You gonna tell a cat like Kodiak Black that he part of the problem? You know what I'm saying? Well, that nigga celebrity fucked that, so he's gonna go right back at that nigga <laughs> all day, yeah, I know. every day. He, he, he be waiting for opportunities. A nigga mention if we mention that nigga on a, on some bullshit and he hear it, he gonna come at us. So I don't know. All right, I just thought that was real I interesting. Heard uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. Pause. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <but> <laughs> We, we should take the podcast to a higher level. Right, right, right. Let's, got to let's be do that. More mature here. All right. So uh, speaking of <clears throat> listening to another generation, uh, go through things that we already been through. It, uh, Tyler, the creator, reacts to Alchemist, who basically said that all of these groups, and he didn't name names either. <laughs> okay. I'm just putting it out there. He said it's the worst trend in rap is that guys getting up there acting like they rhyming over the backing track and not really rhyming and he said that's a problem he said only a few only a few care and um uh Tyler the creator agreed with him i think earl sweatshirt agreed with him a couple guys was like yo a lot of these motherfuckers he said most of these mofos out here do not rhyme live anyway and where Alchemist may be trying to make a point because he is a, a guy, I guess he really cares about that underground, that real get up there with the live. And I've actually watched and I did wanted to make sure I, I called him on that. I seen him in a lot of concerts with Conway and Benny. They're rhyming live. There was no backing track. So I had to call had to make sure. But this is not new. And this goes way beyond a Millie Vanilli situation. Uh in a different kind of way think about what we hold dearest something like soul train very few acts they was acting they were right. they were lip syncing like niggas up there shit ain't even plugged in right they were yeah. playing a guitar yeah. you're like come on very 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 few acts did they thing live then really on a live mic i know public enemy john was on a live mic and that was later um, I know Don Cornelius in his documentary complained about a guy like Barry White cost a lot of money with a full orchestra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Al Green, probably one of the greatest performances in, oh in history. Vest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of the greatest live, you know what I mean? And breaking right. out and freestyling and right. just, it's incredible. So, over. <laughs> yeah. He, so, so Soul Train and, and we were bucks, you know what I mean? Yeah, we were so, young ends. Right. So I think the alchemists and not that I'm disagreeing with him, but I think you got to take a little careful thing here. Okay. Because history can catch up to you. Okay. And most cats are saying, of course, I'm doing backing tracks. Of course, because for the artist part have complained sound systems be jacked up. Mics be messed up. You know what I mean? You know, they trying to short the sound systems. But isn't that part of the show experience, though? Hearing the artist live. Like, like if we go to a Stevie Wonder concert, 
He's going to sing live. But you know what Stevie's going to do? He's going to speed up the songs. He's going to sh- short the songs, all kind of stuff. So so is it is but, but that's okay because we're seeing it live. If we want to hear a background track, we can listen to the shit on the way home or to the concert or whatever the Well, fuck, to me that now to me it comes down to the talent. It always mm. comes back to talent. Stevie Wonder does not have to do backing tracks. Right. He's too right. talented to do that. You know what I mean? So Well, B, wait, wait, on, before B. you even put that pedestal up there, we know that. But how hard is it to say yeah 50, to- 50 B, times? I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, yo, most cats don't care because it's a club date. It's a it's a quick five ten thousand dollar payday. They want to get in. Five, they, ten, oh, you nigga. talking about for the short shit? I'm, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about concert. You talking I'm, five five ten, nigga? Niggas don't even fucking get out their bed for five ten. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm look. I, the point I'm saying is that the artists and and I believe it's some of these people that even Offset talking about whoever they may be. They don't care enough and don't respect the artists enough. It's just a payday. I show up, they put the backing track on or whatever. I get on and get off the stage as quickly as possible. When you bring up a guy like Stevie Wonder, you're talking about the best in the annals of music in the history of the earth. Wait, wait, time time out, time out. Can you imagine Freddie Mercury doing a background track? B, he ain't did. I'm just saying, (laughs) B. B, B, B. See, here we go. Here I go. This is what I'm... Here we go again with these fucking dinosaur names we keep bringing up. (laughs) Nigga, times have changed, and you niggas ain't caught up yet. Y'all still want shit to be the same as it used to be 50 years ago. It ain't that, nigga. Niggas want to go to the show. They want the shit to sound just like it did in their car while they was driving there. So when they play that track and the nigga up there lip syncing, they don't give a fuck. That's why they, they I out there said, jamming to the joint just like they was in their car. That's why I. Yeah. That's why I bring up Soul Train, okay? Because Soul Train was about dancers, and the dancers—they're not used to hearing the live tracks. Dancers are dancers over the forty-five joints that they hear on their radio or in their homes. And so, keep in mind, there was production value. That was a show. That was a TV show, right? And if the artists did sing. For real, there wouldn't be no dancing. So I'm just saying, B. I seen that article and I read that, and I was like, "Our alchemist, okay." If you would, I'm like y'all, call out some names if you want to try to get people to get to a higher standard. And I seen a couple of you know three or four concerts. Conway was live. It was no backing tracks. Benny was live, and some of the other cats you bring out was live. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know what I mean? Just just be more careful. Well, so. that, that's that's uh music. That's industry wide, though. It ain't just rappers that ain't doing their own shit up there. Right, right, right. You know? and, two, and a lot of these pop stars is on tracks too. And two, to me, if you really want to get down to it, you know, and I guess the Milli Vanilli CNC Music Factory was the worst of it because oh, it, yeah. it it was beyond backing tracks. They fronted yeah. out a whole new group of models. That was a forgery, <laughs> right? You know <laughs> I mean, but they, they only got caught because the shit skipped. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, Millie, and that man lost his. Well, he took his life took over his that life. shit yeah. too, yo. So. All right, Dang. that's what's up. So on the, uh, I, will, I don't even for, I don't, you know, we ain't in like we should be, and we are old men. What, what was he calling that topic where you bring a cut and you bring the cut and you play the cut, 
<laughs> well, we're going to call it replay right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we call it the, the replay. Uh, all right. <laughs> so anyway, yes, I, I, I have no, I, I, you know, I have no idea what that segment was called. But anyway, Kurt G has a live record. Okay. And uh, we're going to listen to the record. And we're going to give our opinions about the record. You know what I mean? All right. So what's the name of the record, G? The record I brought today for us to listen to uh, SK in Tight Raw, The Temple featuring Napoleon the Legend and Elder Sensei. All right. We're going to take a time out real quick and listen to the record. Damn. So we just heard the record, and uh, who want to go first? I'm going to go first. All right. All right, so... The last time we did a show, we were in the lab, me and G, and we listening to Lakim Shabazz and uh, Chill Rob G. Oh, yeah. And the thing that, and I say this about so many young guys, they have no pocket presence. The record we just listened to, I don't know who the first guy was rapping. Napoleon the Legend. Okay, he has no pocket presence. <laughs> Dang. Okay, the record itself is a good hip-hop record because it has cutting and scratching in it. I absolutely love a record with cutting and scratching. I absolutely love it. And then by the time Elder Sensei gets on, who has pocket presence rhyming on beat in and out of pockets just incredibly so i'm just like damn why couldn't it just be an elder sensei record it'd have been perfect if it was just a dolo now look i'm sure elder sensei got on this kid's record and it's all good well let's sk and tight raw's album okay so this is the deuces that that uh got a bunch of different people on their album okay. a bunch of different rappers right right the the, the first guy emceeing he, he has no pocket presence. Um, I, it's not good. He's not good. Sorry. <laughs> Your record is good. The, the record itself, the production, the cutting and scratching, Elder Sensei is perfect. But you, brother, nah, bro. Damn. That's my opinion on that record. Damn. Damn. All right, I guess it's my turn. I'll <laughs> go after that. <laughs> I honestly was not listening for pocket presence. Um, I was listening to what he was. It, first of all, at, you know the intro. I'm listening to the music. I'm like, okay, oh, I like this because you know I like melodic music. And then I hear the cutting and scratching and all this. And so I'm listening to what he's saying. I was like, damn, he sounds like he's saying a lot of oxymoronic things. So I was paying attention to what he was saying. You're right. I guess if I have to go back, I, I'm, I'm listening again in my head. Yes, you're, you're right. But I was paying more attention to what he was saying to peep his material. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is he rhyming about? Is he actually rhyming or just saying words? Um, so it didn't bother me as much that he wasn't in the pocket, as you call it. Um, it, it did sound a little bit like I, I was I was trying to think, damn, was this a new record? Is this an old record? I couldn't I couldn't really tell. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell if it was something that I heard in 1994 or in, or 96 or whatever, or I just heard yesterday or today, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because it didn't sound like a bad record. It just sounded like I couldn't tell when it was made. It just had a hip hop feel to me, but not a hip hop age. So would I listen to it again? Probably. But would I seek it out just to go make sure I listen to it? Probably not. All right, fellas. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, 
I'll go ahead and wind this one right on up. <laughs> I heard the record because I was going through when I did the um the, uh, the joint I put out the Just the Music show that we just that put out the music show. I, I, I knew I had heard that. So, so, so the music show I put out there was a bunch of cuts. So I usually try to get like thirty to forty cuts, and then I whittled it down to twenty cuts to put on the Just the Music joint. So this was one of the joints that didn't make the cut. So I got a bunch of cuts that I have on there, and then that one didn't make it. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going to bring it because I like the beat on it, and it's got cut and scratch, and it's hip-hop. I'm going to bring it in, and you know, let's listen to the joint. Let's, I'm going to bring it as one of our joints to um, uh, try and test it out. And my man back here killed Napoleon the legend. Destroyed <laughs> it. Napoleon the legend, he's one of them new New York niggas, so he's rhyming over a lot of them type of beats. So the, I can understand why he's not in the pocket because he's not used to rhyming over a fucking beat. Uh, okay, well, that makes sense then. He, that's not the type of shit he's usually rhyming over anyway. So I understand why he was off. Elder Sensei does what Elder Sensei does. Still sounds good, mm-hmm. even after all these yes, years. Yes, he does. He's definitely one of the dinosaur mm-hmm. rappers. So, And the beat was crazy to me. I like the beat. And yes, you're right. Herb, this shit is it does sound dated if you want to say <laughs> dated it does sound dated because it's got a hip-hop feel to it that the type of hip-hop that we used to love from the 90s into the two, early 2000s that's the type of hip-hop that used to get played and niggas right. would, would love it so i say oh shit this got that feel and that sound to it and i always gravitate to that type of shit anyway when i hear it i'm like oh, okay that's me all day so i pulled it up but as far as the grade, if I had to grade that record, I'd give it a B. That's fair. Okay, to that's, me. that's a fair. <laughs> uh, if I had to give it a grade, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a strong C plus because of the underpinnings is true hip hop, no doubt. It's just that sometimes you gotta tell your man to sit down. <laughs> Damn, that's getting tight, bro. Like they just grabbed a bunch of different rappers and put them on this bitch. Mm, indeed. Yeah. All right. Right, no so, grade, Mr. Herb? I'm going to roll a B. Not minus, not plus. Just B. Okay. All right. There we go. It's still good, though. Yeah, yeah. Good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's still yeah, good. Yeah, I listen though. to it again. Like I said, I just ain't going to go seek it out. All right. No doubt. Next topic on the Hip Hop Digest, and this is a special part of the show, so if you rolled with us this long, you're in for a treat. Uh-oh. Your man, E. Swerving, came up with a beautiful topic, and, and um, we always... From time to time, you always hear our top three or top five. But he said different here. Mount Rushmore. And that is different. That's that's set in stone. And I tell you what, it was it was difficult because you can always name the names, the popular names. But I'm like, I had to I got to take something a little bit more foundational. But here we go. Okay. The Hip Hop Digest. All three of us. Uh. Our personal, personal Mount Rushmores, okay? Yeah. And so that's what's good. So I don't want to go first. So go ahead, Kurt. Yeah, I'm going to go first. <laughs> I don't want to go first. It's sweet and short. Okay. All right. So when he first sent out the text message talking about Mount Rushmore, do your homework and get it ready, I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean Mount Rushmore? I'm like, are we getting ready pre-show pre-game gonna be sitting here talking about who should be the dj who should be this who should be on this shit or what are we doing is this personal i didn't know so then he sent it back like it's personal your mount rushmore how you want to set it up but it has to be a dj it has to be an mc it has to be a graffiti artist and it has to be a break dancer a right. b-boy 
Okay. So I'm like, okay, so that's what it's got to be. One of each. One of each of those. So I'm. So I didn't do that. I'm it's already okay. fucked it's okay. up. It's okay. It's okay because I sent that late. I said that late, so that's okay. I, I didn't do okay. Okay, so he said when I when I seen that text message, okay, all right. So as for my DJ, this is our personal route, Richmore. I said let's go with the the Godfather of scratching, far as we know, Grand Wizard Theodore. Mm. That's what I did. I said we're gonna go with him because you don't really hear his name. You do not. And, and if it's a personal Mount Rushmore, I'm gonna give him that those props. Plus he was we interviewed him on our show. Indeed. So he gets props. And then for my MC, I had to put the God MC, Rakim, because what he did started a whole new, everybody ripped their rhyme books up and started fresh after Rakim came out and did what he did. Yes, sir. And niggas started still rapping like that nigga to this day. If you really, niggas that really do hip hop. And then as far as my, my B-boy, I had to put Crazy Legs down there because he's just incredible with it. Out of, every time I seen him, he was just doing his thing. And as far as, see now, this part is where I got stuck. The graph artist. Because mm. I have to admit to myself, I've been out the loop, and I never really followed graph artists like that. So mm. I went and looking for articles. That's why I sent that article that I sent about graph, mm. graph graffiti <laughs> artists that started this shit and was built the foundation of this shit. So I said, okay, let me go through. And I said, oh yeah, I know Lee Quinones from Wild Styles. Mm -hmm. So I know him, so I put his name down as my graph artist. That's a very respectable list there, sir. Oh, King All Killer right. still. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm digesting. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to cop a plea because I didn't follow that to the letter. Because, um, and I'll start at the ones that I didn't do. I didn't do graffiti because, like Kurt G, it wasn't like I was a graffiti follower, but I love graffiti. And I always find myself taking pictures of graffiti. I want to show you this graffiti that I took under a bridge in Kensington, Maryland in September. Wow. So, I, you know, I love graffiti. I love that art form as hip hop's art. I don't don't really know names other than, you know, maybe the ones who have passed away or like you said, Lee or something like that. But I don't know names, but I got pictures on my phone all whenever I see it. I take a picture of it because I love graffiti and I want to give a shout out to um, Cool Disco Dan, who was not a graffiti mm, yeah. artist as per se because he didn't do mm -hmm. full color joints. But as you back in the 80s and you were coming into D.C. from the bus station on New York Avenue, the first you thing you're going to see is cool Disco Dan everywhere. Rest in peace to him. So I didn't say as far as graffiti. All good. All right. So, but my Mount Mushmore is, um, sorry, I got you said Mount Mushmore. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Bieber trying yeah. to get my ballista together. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was watching your boy Bill Cos too. So, and, and him, him and Sidney Poitier in the movies. Anyway, so uh, my first on my list would be I always start Rushmore with uh, an old school foundational member, and that would be Kumo D for me. Okay, okay. Kumo D, because it's funny, Kumo D goes through all the transitions of a career, all the way from I love it to I didn't like it. 
Okay, Kumo D, obviously the first major rap battle, Busy B. That's 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 in history. You know that. Obviously, his career with one of the great groups, Treacherous Three, DJ Easy Lee, Kumo D, LA Sunshine, Special K, and shout to Spoonie G, who was in the group for a minute. Okay, they recorded on Sugar Hill and Enjoy Records. Okay, two of the legendary history records. If you don't really know nothing about Enjoy and or Sugar Hill you know get a get a spotify thing there on there um one of the records uh new rap language and gotta rock two of my favorite records to this day to this day no i don't know of anybody who can cover the new rap language i don't know if they could cover that record I remember one day I was like, I wonder if I'd like to see Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, and some other motherfucker cover that record. <laughs> not gonna happen, B. <laughs> it might have been blackface. Who knows? No doubt. It's not gonna happen. Anyway, so long running feud with LL Cool J. Okay, yeah. you talk about a battle. You know what I'm saying? Long running feud. Uh, that was generational too, because LL Cool J was the new whippersnapper, and Kumo D was one of the founding fathers. You know what I mean? And then, of course, considered one of the front runners of the New Jack Swing movement. His first album, How You Like Me Now, largely not exclusively produced by Teddy Riley. And I was, was so ambivalent about New Jack Beats and how they was dressing Kumo D over at Jive Records. Yeah. Glasses. I, yeah, them glasses and that goofy yeah, shit. The long yeah, that goofy shit. Yeah, I didn't shit. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But anyway, but Kumo D, he's a foundational on my uh Rushmore. Uh number two on that, and again it's not all MCs, it's the difference here. Uh uh it would be KRS one Boogie Down Productions uh for the same reason why Kerr G probably has the God MC you know, KRS One at the height of his career and just incredible when you really look at it from criminal minded to I Got Next in 1997. Now, he has done excellent music past that, but out of the label system, KRS has suffered as many a rapper has. There's no guardrails. These niggas get out of their lane, out of pocket, you know, and be swerving all over the place and, and, and are wildly inconsistent. But Karis One, Boogie Down Productions, the music that he has created and the records that you have forgotten about is right. taking out niggas' whole careers as far as I'm concerned. All right. So as far as DJs, now it would be easy to go Jeff. It would be oh, easy what? to you go. Have Jeff? No, I, I don't. I, I just knew you would have Jeff. No, no, no. Because there's someone who is a DJ who has followed who is sort of taking the journey the way I've taken the journey. And that DJ is Kenny Dope Gonzalez. Mm. Wow. Shout out to Louis. Shout out to yeah, Louis I Vega. I see you calling that one. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to, 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 to Louis Vega and Masters at Work. And the reason why Kenny Dope is because my journey in hip hop kind of mirrors the music that he put out. When you look at the Masters at Work logo, you got Kenny Dope with his hat on. I mean, with his B-Boy hat, the Kenny Dope one. And then you have Louis Vega with his fedora joint, like a Run DMC joint. But it was always Kenny Dope with the B-Boy joint. You know what I mean? And then so you look at Kenny Dope 1993, the unreleased project. I have all those Kenny Dope unreleased projects on records. The best breakbeat records because they were made with handcrafted, I mean, just 
too many records to name. I wish I had a show Dolo because I would love to get into that. Um, then you got Masters at Work, the album. As he transitions to house, just like I did. Okay, he did just seem like Kenny Dope is on my same journey. That record has plenty of hip hop and breakbeats on it, but then it goes into plenty of house. New Eurekan Soul. Okay. Masters at Work. Classic. Classic. But you know yeah. what? Plenty of house on that record, but the record that they got on there called Jazzy Jeff's theme. Yeah. <laughs> is so hip hop. But he's taking that whole thing, you know. 2004, Roller Boogie 80s, to me, is the best purely mixed, purely mixed, before Soretto, purely mixed uh, mixtape ever made. To this day, you could put it on at any barbecue, any Sunday morning cleanup, and you gonna listen to that entire thing. It's not overproduced. It's not over hooked up. Not a lot of cute, no cue points. None of that strip the vocal shit. Not no technology. Just pure cutting and scratching. Roller boogie 80s. And then of course in 2011, the future before nostalgia. Rashid Chappelle. That made my all decade list of best rap record of the 2010s. Yes, sir. Okay, that yeah. was. I'm sorry. And that's all Kenny Dope. And last but not least for Kenny Dope, I'm sorry, I'm taking a long time, but When Diggin' Was the Life, the classic picture with Jay Dilla, Jazzy Jeff, and Kenny Dope outside of a Pittsburgh record store mm. where they went digging. And they're standing wow. outside on Kenny, on Kenny Dope's Pathfinder. And all three of them had been digging all day in a Pittsburgh record store. So those of you who don't know who Kenny Dope is, that's why he's on my Mount Rushmore because his journey through hip hop and then transition to house, and he still does hip hop and funk and house. That's my journey. All right. There you go. Last, that's it. Last, one more. Right? One more. That's it. One okay, more. One more. Um, last on my list is DJ Molly Maul. Molly Maul. Molly Maul for the the single reason because if it's not for Molly Maul. I don't know what hip-hop, and I don't know what hip-hop production looks like, okay? Mm. Every kit you buy, every separate kick, every snare, every drum sound that you sample, anything, it's Molly Maul. It's Molly Maul because Molly Maul accidentally created drum reel with a kick, snare, hi-hat, and left that at Power Play Studios, Okay, I know there was a story about, you know, Boogie Down Productions running up in the studio and then snatching the reel, you know what I'm saying, and punking Mr. Magic and, and Molly. I mean, they did do that, but they didn't snatch the reel. Molly left the reel at Power Play Studios and said G picked it up and made criminal minded off of those kicks, <laughs> snares, and hi hats. And the guy at Power Play Studios you know said that there's your drum reel we wanted to give it back to you but we didn't see you and told him the story about said g picking up the reel loading it up and then creating criminal minded so he created the modern day workstation he didn't know it then but he created the modern day workstation and on a personal note 1983 dimples d sucker djs uh, i've said this a million times is uh, the first of two records that I bought my first two that rap record with my own money Dimples D 
that's my Mount Rushmore. And again, I will say, sir, respect to your personal Mount Rushmore. And I didn't think that we were going to have any uh, crossovers, but we we y'all two didn't have a crossover. But me and King Killer got a crossover. Oh, shit. I wonder so, who. So I'm going to start with it. Oh. And his name is Marlon Lurie Williams. Ah, And first of all, let me also say, let me preface by saying, it, it's kind of unfair because I proposed this because I was already thinking about it. So I, I did deep dives. I did. I it's, did. It's also home. unfair that you didn't say a producer either. You didn't say producer. I said DJ. Okay. I said DJ. All right. I, I did say DJ. However, okay. yes, he Marlon is a DJ. Marley Marlon. Marlon is a DJ. But he did become a DJ. But let me give you my little quick <laughs> he notes. Is, he suck at DJs with uh, Simple's D. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes. go ahead, so, son. So, so my personal Mount Rushmore for hip hop in its entirety. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start it again with Marley Ma, and uh, as we know, he 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 started um, as a young intern at a record place called uh, Unique Recording Studios, right? And that's when he was working with that Fairlight shit, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all Damn. sluts, y'all industry, y'all. y'all, y'all what do you call <laughs> gear, that? Gear, gear sluts. Gear sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with that Fairlight. Anyway, gear that sluts. that's how he he got started. But he was on a working on a. He was in a session with a dude named Captain Rock, right? Wow. And he discovered sampling by accident. He made a mistake and got the snare in there before the sound came. He was truncating truncating the vocal part, but the snare was playing with the beat. So he truncated, so uh, was truncating while the beat was playing. And he said, thank God the beat was playing because it probably wouldn't have <laughs> happened if the beat wasn't playing. So basically, he was truncating it. And what happened was, instead of the sample part, the snare part played on beat. Yep. Boom. And he, he got that. So, as, and again, as we mentioned, D, I said DJ because he also got pulled in with Mr. Magic. Another one who could uh, be put on uh, on there. But he got pulled in with Mr. Ma- uh, Mr. Magic and he became a DJ. And he did a remix uh, well, actually, Marley, he, Mr. Magic heard Marley Maul's remix of Buffalo Gals, and it was on from there. So not only that, you know what I'm saying? He, he, had, uh, he had all that shit, the, the introduction to that shit, the, the Juice Crew, all the shit he was doing with, that we didn't even know at the time. I didn't know at the time, the uh, Eric B. and Rakim doing shit with them, all the shit, yo. So definitely, as for my producer slash DJ is going to be uh, Marley Maul. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, for graffiti, instantly, I was going to say, was it Attack 183? Is that what it was? I, I wanted to say that first because that's the first one that came to mind, but I said, let me do some research. So, some of the guys back in the day used to just tag, bomb, put their name on there, and to to this to the uh to the word that's graffiti right but i was looking for more like when i was seeing you know the stuff on the trains the real dope ass pictures of the, the characters and the letters being built out and shit like that and that's your man blade he was a, he was uh one of the pioneers of that shit he has like five thousand pieces Damn. in new york subway between 1972 and 1984 wow yep so he he actually started in 1972 and he got the name Blade 
because when he was like 15, he was out there doing work, but he used to always keep a, 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 a one of them razor joints. A, um, what do you call them, little razor? Box, box cutter. Box cutter. He used to keep a box cutter on him, so that's how he got the name Blade. And he was the one that would start doing all them letters and shit that looked like they was like coming at you, all that different kind of extra shit. So there's a lot that could be up there, like I said. But right now, I'm 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 going with Blade. And I'm, I'm gonna save my MC for last because I, I, I'm sure that's gonna cause some some eyebrows being raised. But b-boying. So, yep, when you think of b-boying, people automatically think of Crazy Legs because he's Crazy Legs, and he's and we know him for a freaking reason. He's amazing at what he does. But I wanted to go back further than that, like to to where this stuff really got acknowledged. You know what I'm saying? Because it was people dancing in parties and doing all kind of stuff. But back in 1973, matter of fact, it was November 12th, 1973, I believe, when Zulu Nation was created, they also created Zulu Kings. And Zulu Kings back in the day, you know, so so this can be nitpicked for real historians out there. There's another group called the Bronx Boys Rocking Crew that is said to possibly have been before the Zulu Kings. But the reason I picked the Zulu Kings and I had to pick one out of the Zulu Kings, five of them, um, we're going to go with um, Beaver. Beaver is said to be the, the B-boy who had the illest freeze move. Anytime, it was like the illest freeze moves. And, and he became, what do I want to say, street popular or, or, or hood popular or whatever because of his ability and what he was doing in the breakdancing um, arena. And that's widely known. That's not like just, you know, some people knew that. Yo, he, he was the man doing that stuff. So in the, the little research I did, the one day's research I did, I'm like, yo, if he was known that at that time, if he was so known out of all the people, then, yeah, we probably should go ahead and give him a look. So um, Beaver, like leave it or Justin, as uh, King Killer always says, <laughs> Beaver is my b-boy face on my hip-hop mount rushmore now are you ready for my rapper slash mc are you ready go in blackface um that is not gonna be my answer <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you said we're gonna be some raised eyebrows that, that yeah it's gonna raise eyebrows but not to that extent <laughs> at least i would hope not especially when i give you my background on why yo this dude burst onto the scene Rocking a Kango shirt off, I think. No, he didn't have a shirt off. He had a tight shirt on. Broke into the studio in a movie and said this infamous word. Box. Damn. Yulog? Yulog. James Todd Smith slash LL Cool J. I'm going to say this is my reasons why without even really reading this shit that I wrote. LL Cool J back in 1984. 1984. Four. Some of y'all niggas was still in high school. Y'all old niggas was still in high school. He hit that joint. I need a beat. He took off from there. What was it? 1985, his album came out, radio. And nobody could not, you, you could not play that shit. Everything about what LA was bringing to the game was B-boy, hip-hop. Just, just, then, you know, obviously the I Need Love was a, a whole different topic on its own but we were like yo this cat is crazy with it 
And then he had some valleys. He had some peaks. He had some valleys. He had some well, all those albums he made. We we didn't love all of them, but we always knew that LL could sit down and write a fucking record that you would love in whatever day it was since 1984. Not only has this dude been an incredible rapper, look at what he has done. He has a fucking station on the satellite radio. He has books. This dude has movies. He 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 has done a lot, but we never, ever, 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 I, I haven't heard anybody say that LL Cool J is not hip-hop. And for all of the reasons I just said, plus the fact that I want to see them carve his kango into that <laughs> that stone my rapper slash mc from my personal mount rushmore of hip-hop ll cool j i ain't mad at ll i ain't mad at ll either i ain't I, mad at because ll predates rock him so yeah. I, I, I will i will give him that yeah yeah and yeah. he's still around and he's still nice oh yes. exactly yeah. just made a good record so um yeah definitely not really uh definitely mad mad that um me again like i said i didn't follow that criteria to the letter i think the only thing i probably would change is probably as i thought about as you were going through your thing and as you were talking about molly mall i was like damn i could have easily threw mr magic up there because he yeah. or somebody like red alert too because they're so integral to the Larry Levan. to the well not so much levan but i'm talking about radio heads like uh oh, okay, mr okay. magic and red alert and in their battle up and down yeah. the dial which was yeah. so important to hip-hop so yeah. um yeah but 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 my mount rushmore pretty much is 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 um just like all of ours is solid jesus solid yours is solid i mean just just incredible you know that, that that's uh something that we you know we really sh we always talk about lists and shit you know what i mean but do, do, if you really want to be like like do some time do some time and really think about who you really think like in 150 years if somebody looked at them them pillars up there would would, would they would they stand would they stand that test of time like well, i don't know if these presidents in the real joint i don't know if they stand the test of time besides lincoln maybe george washington but well, Wood, shit. Roosevelt, I know. Shit. Cat's, Cat's gonna have a story, you know what I mean? Speaking of presidents, yeah. quickly, let me just say, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, your man, he going through a lot of trials and shit right now, but I was reading a story on your man Jefferson Davis of the Confederacy. Yo, he did time. Oh, he did? <laughs> Jefferson Davis did time. Wow. Yes, well, he did. I'm over there. I'm going to drive on the Jefferson Davis Freeway happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jefferson Davis, you know, the, the president of the Confederacy. You should have told me Jefferson Davis had street cred? Yo, he did. <laughs> he did time and died broke. Oh, they took his God. money and everything. So, you know. Oh, I mean? He was humiliated, B. Exactly. So, but anyway, but all that being said, you know what I mean? What makes me think about this is that there is some kid right now out there who is starting his his personal Mount Rushmore with blackface right now. <laughs> and guess what? I wouldn't be mad at it as long as that's from his era, from his time. See, somebody our age, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, nigga? You've seen they, too much. Yes. Too much. Hey, Kurt, Kurt, they better carve his face in 10 miles down the, the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a lot of people that need to be on here before that guy. Not I'm, saying I'm, he doesn't belong. No, but we're talking about personal. We're now we talking, talking about personal. personal. I'm just talking right. about his personal right. list. There's a kid out there. <laughs> that's it, what I'm saying. It's a, a kid. kid that loves that loves him. That yeah. grew up on him. Right. Right. Yeah, so. you're right on that. He'll he'll be there. Right. So so it, it, my other part of my homework since you told me last week what well, the last show we did. It's the flowers that you said you thought. Oh, yeah. Had. Yes, sir. So I came yes, with my guy for flowers, and I don't know what the criteria was, so I just, my my producer is uh, Easy Mo B. Ooh, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So I wanted yes, to sir. give flowers to Easy Mo B because he's done a lot of production. Yes, sir. Yes, mm. sir. Wow. A lot more than people you know, realize. A lot, a lot more than you would think would be getting done. And how I said it about these, when we give people their flowers, the show at the end of the show is going to be their records that they produce. So mm. this week you will be hearing Easy Moby joints. All right, Easy oh, Moby. Well, is. well, is that just for this week? Because we at, on different times we all might have some flowers. Yeah, whatever flowers, it doesn't matter. The, the, the producer is going to get at the end of the show. It's going to be their record. Okay. But, okay. So, 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 Killer, do you have one? Did you want to give flowers to today? Um, actually. I was thinking about this, but uh, I didn't write it down, but I was thinking about this. And it is a producer as well. And my producer would be someone to me who is totally, highly, highly, highly underrated, under for just forgotten, really, to be totally honest with you, is somebody by the name of Howard Thompson. And they, you Howie know T? him as Howie, Howie T. T. <laughs> so Howie T get joints at the wow. end of the show. Well, only because, only because, again, um, and the winner is from Chub Rock is one of my favorite albums. But... <sighs> But Howie T, I believe, has the distinction of probably being the only in a group. He used to be in a group called CD3 on Prelude mm. Records. Has the distinction, I think, of being the only rapper rap group affiliated on Prelude Records, which was strictly a dance label. Mm. They had two records, uh, Success, and I forget the other name of the other record, but both of them on Prelude Records. Howie T, I'm just like, you get the distinction for being the only rap guy on Prelude. And and the winner is is one of my favorite records of uh, all time, a Chub Rock record. That, that album, it, to me, in my, in, my, in my opinion, that could be considered a classic. You know what I mean? Ooh. But again, all the, rec all the stuff that he did uh, in the Roxanne Wars... You know, he, he was, was there. A, he that. was there mm -hmm. with that too. Mm -hmm. All the production he did in the Roxanne Wars. So yeah, yeah. you know, give flowers, Howie T. All right. Well, here I go, like NWA, messing up the program. Maybe <laughs> get with the program. Uh, sorry, special ed. I'm gonna um, go ahead and give flowers this week. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> DJ Toomp. Oh, snap, Toomp. Yeah, yeah, because. Because he has been around since the Shy D days. No doubt. All the way through T.I. and other stuff. And and yes, he may have a nice wallet from T.I. I'm not probably not so much from uh, uh, Shy D, but from T.I. He probably got a nice wallet. But the point is, he made he produced a lot of good music. Like T.I.'s joints that I could actually listen to before he, um, you know, changed up a little bit. And of course, there's still... Shidey records that might not be everybody's taste, but I can listen to right now and be like, "Yo, this this right here this is my shit." So my my flowers this week are going to DJ Toomp. Wow, you know Toomp, I ain't, I ain't mad at Toomp. 
I, I wish, I, you know, I never mind. I mean, no, go ahead, go ahead. Get your we thought out. No me. front allowed. Me, I just, you know, me. I'm, I'm a type of cat, yo. I want toom. You know, I, like I want all guys who have been in this game for a while and who I think did a lot of work and put skin in to just start challenging some of the young bulls on that bullshit. And Toomp is one who got the hits and the longevity to do so. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe he will. All right. All right. Well, that's been the Hip Hop Digest. I must almost, say. Almost. Oh, oh wait a minute. Almost. Oh, almost. Shit. You, yeah. B, when we don't Boy, get in. You have them folks overseas a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> They're going to be like, we're going to have say, to stop sending in y'all niggas these damn albums. I know, right? Forgetting about us. Well, first shit. of all, it's been a long show. And every <laughs> right now, we, we're on a cycle of every other week. So, I, you know, I'm just letting y'all know we're on a cycle of every other week. But so, I apologize. Let's get into the Digital Freaks albums of the week all right this week brought to you by our man mr peter johansson is raheem supreme outer limits that's raheem supreme outer limits and brought to you by our man matt it's daniel son and wino willie gree gree thank you for the uh pronunciation there mr matt because i would have said gris gris <laughs> so <laughs> i definitely would have fucked that up so yes it's daniel son and wino willie oh gree gree and then brought to you by me is Naps and Dread and Knots. Photos from the dark room. That's Naps and Dreads and Knots. Photos from the dark room. All right. That's what's right, y'all up. getting close to the end of the year, B. Yeah, yeah boy, I is. did. This year is going to be a little close. funny. <laughs> yeah, mine. Yeah, right now. Woo. Yeah, I got to admit, mine's going to be a little. <laughs> It's going to be a little, maybe different, I don't know, but all that being said. So, anyway, before we get out, again, I want to give a shout-out to Peter Johansson. I, I hope you got over your trauma of the, of the last show. I know you were, were really probably suffering a little bit, but um, I was watching a video, and it's it's an older record or whatever. You know, I don't, I'm not up on things instantly, but it was uh, West Side Gun and, um, and uh, Talib Kweli and uh, Yasin Bey. And motherfucker, he was like, your boy Westside Gun was like, your man has so much coke, he had to get the baking soda from Costco. What made me laugh, because I forgot to bring it in here, I got this giant bag oh of baking goodness. soda from Costco. And wow. it just made me, it was so funny, you know, save so much coke, he had to get the baking soda from Costco. <laughs> that voice. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and you see that video I said, and he doesn't even talk like that, yo. Yeah, I know, it exactly. my brains. But so, it's the same thing with Lil Wayne. He doesn't talk like that, he just raps like that. So. So anyway, yeah. but yes, but all that being said, it was funny. Uh, now, man, your boy Yasin Mostef, I don't know what he's calling himself these days. Boy, he still got it. Oh, hell yeah. Boy, he yep. still got it. Never never lost it. So anyway. All right. Thank you for rolling with us. It's been an extra long show, so we hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, boy, I tell you what, when we get in the week after, I got something for you. Stay tuned. Oh, boy. Peace. Boy. <laughs> you talking about I got something for you. Same. <laughs> as we go. Right. <laughs> One. That's called a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, though, nigga. <laughs> right. Write it down. <laughs> All right.
know history belongs to the strong they rewrote it life's a bitch bang it out pulled out she deep throated see the kid focus i'm trying to get that pie all this oppression we was given we can't let that slide class consciousness allowed the man to travel through these continents filter through the fraudulence he passed false promises they're about to sell his oxygen already selling water screwed over your baby mama what you gonna tell your daughter huh Mortuary bars, thoughts heavy, Medi Hassan, 70 batons, for the Armageddon, Feral gum, I reach long, and fiddling with three blondes, beyond limits, I just release bombs, you see the kicks, you see the chains, you know I ain't playing games, off the grid, erase my foul off the database, I don't spit for corn balls, don't low ball a joke, I leave your leg broke like fist of the North Star. In a shuffle ideal From a claw I've cut a bosses who kill Cross contaminate ill Verses and thrills Immersing my skill Urging a pill Conversing with the perfect surreal Vibe strong in itself Light wax upon the belt Blend until it melts Finally notes until it's felt Specially bars Melodies flawless by far Feminine star Sounds got a busting on the bar No question or raw Singing from the heart That believable spark For remedial cause You gotta learn the curves. I learn curves and prefer turns. Press my head on my lady's curve. Loving the words, gritty or the dirt. Musical flirt, bomb when you respond to the word. On topic or off, crowd is hardly soft. Even calm music is tossed around. Get it hard. Imagine how fresh I am now made these lyrics up a year ago. 
So report back, it was bad, fit, all that quick Drop that drop, that's hit, I'm literally physically fit Catch me bugging on the mic, every day and every night Every hour, every second minute, don't stop, get it, get it Yes, admit it, when I'm way up in it You can't hide, cause my radar's one Bip, 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 I reside in the watchtower Watching MC's land, your career will be as short as my part And who's the man, god damn, I'm the pinnacle Yes, the metaphysical, come to you as the rap god of miracle syllable Fall to your knees, bring fruit, ask advice Put your rhymes on the altar, burn them as a sacrifice The aroma reaches up to my nostril, I get hostile Your lyrics are stiff like David Koppel Yes, premiere rocks the track on time KRS one with off of the top of the head bomb Fat show, you know you gotta flow. My man Dougie pressed down with the one called KRS. We got the mad MCs up in the DNT. I'm out, G. Yeah, motherfuckers know who's the best. If it ain't that dope, then it must be North Finesse. Think not to show what you got, but don't grab this mic. The shit's too hot. I'm the born killer, nigga from the Bronx. Rappers talk shit, but there's really no pop. Bring it on if you think you can hang. They let me do my thing Yeah, so Smith and Wesson if you're down with me Represent more time on the M.I.C. Mr. Ripper, get your gear and prepare for war Mr. Fixer, you ain't gotta tell me no more It's what I see on the daily Deals with reality, so come follow me on this journey Where the crooks dwell and the products overlooking In the form of a street, you know them well Bet your ass this grass is greener Than the 20 sack of sense of meat You know the vibe With Smith and Wesson twist up the top Peace of my people in the field Peace of my heads in the sky We do or die, the test your stamina what? So any challenger, we pass a motherfucker off to the damage Super scientific madness My status is the baddest every time I bless the apparatus to take me out so you study meanwhile my clothes mics and foes are left bloody cruddy filthy from the ground on up when i plan my attack i doubt that you're ready rain on competition like razor sharp confetti kung fu techniques from the perverted monastery seafood rule manipulates the microphone and rhymes like bullets penetrate your zone see we bring more drama than kevin costner no i'm not jamaican but yes i'm a roster and we about to bounce like a bad check My man, Mr. Dave, would say From the D&D All-Stars Peace To the scene and just ate him. I rate him. A zero. Straight up, I stripped the man's strength. Easy mode B is going the length. It's kind of funny how you still haven't learned. I said, wherever this fire is smoking, you're still getting burned. Hot like coffee. You wanna bust me? Get off me. 
And why you speak this bit sorrowful? Try to complete the zone or repeat the tone. Reaching for microphones to each his own. Plenty of times I was thought of to be Shakespeare. I'm good for serving you well and saying take care. You turned out to be a San Francisco Califax. Ripping and rapping, you scallywag. I stand alone, most high and supreme. I'm letting knowledge be born to fulfill my dream. A man of my altitude possesses magnitude and with gratitude. I just had to do something for nothing or just for the benefit. And then again, I get real, real rhetoric. Throats croak while I leave a broke to poke with folk like easy just. Ain't no joke and that's dope, I quote Word to the mother Hmm, let me see who else I can smother Eeny, meeny, miny, more Excuse me, did I say mo? Yeah, boo, give him some more Roulette, bets, high stakes, and cards Give you the whole nine yards Step in the ring and the referee will set the bell off Stay in your corner, then step the hell off How many souls have I killed? It's not the souls that I kill, it's the souls that I thrilled your old mobile. I suck at trying to do some damage, so shut up, sit down and finish eating your ham sandwich. Your crack pipe creates a crave for a flavor, then pick up your cross then and follow your savior. I never steered you wrong, and I could get along well with you, but you can't bring your kid along. I play this role with soul in a bowl. I'm a rap and roll while you suckers grow old. Just as sure as my brother's name is Bill. Yo, y'all, I'm gonna get ill. Popular just like the game of basketball I gotta have it all, but sorry it's a habit, y'all My name is J.R. and I'm definitely a star Because I'm going real far You better stand back and you keep your hand back Ain't nothing going on while you're standing where the man's at Shawnee Panani, I'm a stone cold lover Believe it or not, until you see the album come Yo, Jay, what's up? Still the same old thing But in the lab jam, all the girls enjoyed you when you started this thing Yeah, that's true, I don't know why Or maybe cause you're fly Or maybe cause I look like God But I'm a showtime swinger I sling a girl and wrap around the tip on my finger To all you girls who think they can't be touched Let me tell you, baby, one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch Just max them a lot. Put the record on wax so you can buy it. We can take out the sales tax. And for now, just chill. My name is JR. You don't fit to get ill. Yo, Jay, man, you heard about them brothers over there in Best Stop, man. Them brothers over there getting ill, man. Yo, I know, man. Them got two hop sound, man. Word life, man. Yo, those brothers over there in Best Stop getting ill. Yo, word up, man. You better chill out, Yo, man. hey, Jay, look, 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 I'm coming in a rough style to clear my pathway But then I might say I'm like an eagle and you're off the prey And at the same time, you better tip your hat I'm so bad, I can slap my own self on the back Sucker of seeds, can't even pucker In other words, A.B.'s a bad motherfucker I'm full, you're cold, you're old, you're playing the role I can't be touched by a ten-foot pole And at the same time, I'm doing work I'm like a minister Build the church. I take you out just like all the rest. Trying to get with my mind like a hard game of chess. You be showing out, I be blowing out. Any MCs should be cussing, I just throw them out. That means torture, naughty boy, you author. You avoid a culture, cause nobody wants you. You just a skeezer, the scat with no skill. A neighborhood sucker from the house on the hill. You wanna battle like a horse with a saddle? Tip, tip, tattle like a baby with a rattle. Cause I've been running your parade. Hmm. Don't go to church and come to me to get saved And now you're took and you just got hooked You put your left foot out, you trip over your right foot Cause the sheriff is still in town I don't about to have a golden crown Cause I'm telling you, 
I'm shooting to kill. Yo, y'all, I'm finna get big. Ain't that funky? Rapping is funny, Think to get in. Lift up the shirt and the skirt You'll hit a high note like Levert I'm a Casanova 
believe me. And why are you wearing that itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini? You know why? Don't lie. I'm caught up. Man, woman, earth, infinity. Rock that shit, homie! Snaggle, so what the hell you want? 
Cause I'm black, I'm black. 